a moment or two to the angry young man With his foot in his mouth and his heart in his hand He's been stabbing the back, he's been misunderstood It's a comfort to know his intentions are good And he sits in a room with a lock on the door With his maps and his medals laid out on the floor And he likes to be known as the angry young man Hey everybody, welcome to Not All Bad, where every cloud is a silver lining, but that doesn't mean you can't complain about it. I'm Zach Andrews. This is Paul Messman. Um, we're a little bit of a late start today, Paul. <laughs> so I feel like I feel like I'm insane. I, every at this, you know how we have the different segments, like we have hinge binge and. Well, maybe that's our only segment. I I really feel like I count that as a segment. <laughs> um, yeah, but I just at this point we should just have the 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 Paul's computer uh, problem segment where each week I explain why we were delayed <laughs> uh, recording because I haven't looked at my computer since the last time we recorded and then all the issues I had to overcome the last time weren't really solved they were just worked around. Uh, I really treated Zach to like thirty minutes of me explaining my computer storage and talking about gigabytes and shit. issues. <laughs> Yeah, nerdy as hell, and I made you listen to me while I complained and yelled. Um, and then, now, I, I, to my immense frustration, so so Apple has, like, uh, updated their, their computer operating system, and now all their, um, every single, like, app icon has, like, the rounded corners and fits kind of this, like, same thing. I don't know why, but it just bothers the shit out of me. Um, that, like, th- there used to be, like, more variety in the different types of apps and now every single one just has these rounded corners and it's just like you know like a square but with <laughs> rounded edges. Rounded corners. Yeah uh, yeah. Yeah no I do know like that. I, yeah. <laughs> it's just I don't know why, but it's uh, on top of everything else that has been infuriating trying to clear some space on my computer to do this. To to start up my recording software uh, and see its logo change at the bottom from the like a, a square to like the rounded edges. Just for some reason, was like the last, the, the last needle in the haystack or the 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 straw that that killed the camel, whatever <laughs> it is. I, and it it was too much, and I'm I'm just furious about it. The needle that killed know. the camel. Actually, is that is that a Bible verse? You must. What is <laughs> it like? It's easier for a. a uh, it's more difficult for an, a rich man to enter heaven than a camel to pass through the eye of a needle or something like that. Yeah, and and more difficult than that is for my computer to let me start this podcast. That's that's like the the hierarchy of all of these. It's yes, you're right though. That is a reference. We're going to have to uh we're going to have to come up with a We've got Hinge Binge. Um, I feel like we have other segments that I don't remember right now, but Hinge Binge is cer- certainly mm-hmm. one of them. We got to have like a uh, a snappy name for your technical difficulties, um, <laughs> like like the Paul stall, like oh or yeah, something. that's pretty like, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I was trying to think of something that rhymed with tech, but I couldn't really. I, I didn't get tech. there. I think the Paul stall is pretty good because the Paul stall is so generic. That could be anything. You, I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily be computer issues related. Yeah, that's, I mean, I mean, pretty much every single week I pull some kind of Paul stall to to delay us recording. I'll, <laughs> I'll optimistically be like, I think we could start at seven, and then it's like six fifty nine. I'm like, I'm gonna be honest, Zach, I should have said eight, and then finally around nine, I'm booting <laughs> up my computer to discover its issues. I'm just out here thriving uh, it's, though. I'm, I'm, it's fine, no worries, because I like that because I've started to bank on it and be like, yeah, I'll be ready at, to record at six. 
which means that I will start writing notes for the episode at like 6.15 is basically what that means. So it works out in the I'll, end. My, <laughs> I, it's funny because my, my roommates will even like try to make plans with me on a podcast night and they'll be like, isn't your show only like an hour? And I'll be like, listen, <laughs> listen, I, without fail, I'm going to have some just comedy of errors, all unforced errors of me rushing to prepare for this and then having issues. And without fail, it's it's a whole night ordeal. Like, I have to set aside the night to make this happen. Um. <laughs> hey, uh, it's uh, it's Thanksgiving week. It and is. And I was going to, like, come in hot here and say, like, what are we all thankful for? But then I realized if we did that, then we would have no content for the end of the show for our positive rants. It's true. <laughs> so um, how about how about this? Um because being thankful is already kind of factored into the fabric of what we produce here. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's discuss which COVID vaccine you're going to get when they drop. Because we've, <laughs> oh got, the, we've got the Pfizer at <laughs> over at over 90% efficacy. We've got Moderna at, at 95%. <laughs> and I kind of want to discuss this because I feel like the easy answer for most people is like, well, obviously Moderna. I'm going to go for... Moderna yeah. uh, with the 95%. But I'm thinking, okay, Pfizer said we've got an over 90%. They didn't say 90%, over 90%. So I'm going to take my odds and say over 90% includes 95 to 100% effectivity range. And I like <laughs> I like the gamble there, I think. Yeah, I mean, that, that may seem like a good gamble, but... I, I think I've got to go with Moderna. I, I can't be caught dead being a little Pfizer bitch <laughs> just because, I mean, what are you going to do? Words. Keep your vaccine at 90 degrees uh, Celsius or whatever it has to be like, like good luck finding a freezer. It does that for you, Zach. Um, that, <laughs> uh, that vaccine, it actually does have to be kept very cold um, more so than the Moderna one. Um, I, okay. But- I didn't know that. I didn't expect any like, <laughs> epidemiology <laughs> facts dropped on me in this episode. I read exactly one article about this today and I'm so glad you brought this up because now I can spew off all these different things. You could just chomp up my flavor this whole time. <laughs> Stomp yeah. all over me. Uh, let me tell you about the messenger RNA basis for these vaccines. Oh shit. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I know that word is related to them, but I don't actually. Mitochondria is the powerhouse but, of the cell. That's what I've always said. And I'll stick oh, to that. Oh man. Uh, wise words of a generation there um i mean do do we not know the exact it's just over 90 percent are they teasing it are they gonna drop like the are they hosting a press conference where they're gonna like give us the full stats on it like the way like an apple event would yes like 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 they'll have like one like they'll be like hosting up and like oh by the way we have just like one more big thing and then they drop like the cancer vaccine (laughs) also so, yeah, sorry, our vaccine is only 90% effective, but that's because we had to spend the rest of our time developing the cure for cancer. What's up, bitches? Take that, Moderna. Stomp on that. I think that... All I all I know is whichever one I take, I will absolutely be talking shit about whoever takes the other yeah, one. Yeah, right. I know. It's kind of like a competition thing. I, like, I, I feel like, like oh, you- the Pfizer trailer was a lot better. It really... It got me a lot more excited for when the drop finally comes. I was watching, I watched both trailers. Um, and I think, you know, we're kind of, uh, 
We're a little early for Oscar season, but I feel like uh, I really liked kind of the, it looks like the audio mix for the Pfizer uh, vaccine oh, yeah. trailer was a lot better. So I, I'm kind of team Pfizer for now. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to what they're going to produce. I was, I know the critics uh, on the, on the early viewings were a little bit um, contentious between the two, but uh, I, I'm going to take Pfizer in this, in this race, I think. Hmm. You know, the, the, the Pfizer, um, announcement was very strong i what i kind of respect about the the moderna one uh, while it kind of what it lacked in flair and hype uh i kind of appreciate that they were really kind of setting you up even just from this trailer for really the the moderna cinematic universe (laughs) and and so i'm kind of i'm kind of excited that they've just kind of like teased other like viruses that might just show up that that their uh vaccines might have to fight it's just really exciting to see what they might throw at us you know like for for inevitably when the sequel to 2020 comes out, I'm really excited to see what they have in the store. You know? Yeah, for sure. That, that's true. and I've Aubrey Plaza's in this one. Ob, they, Moderna oh. got Aubrey oh, Plaza yeah. for this one, which is incredible. That's great. Oh man, that I I just I'm a sucker for that. She's she's so talented. It's it's a good get for I sure. Just, yeah, it's a really good get. Yeah. Um. Do we have like a hinge binge? Speaking of Aubrey Plaza and people we want to date, do we have a hinge binge uh, <laughs> for today, or do you at least? Or are we gonna just blow past I, that? I, I, I don't. I, um, I have actually, I actually started talking to some off of Hinge. Uh, no spoilers here, but uh, I haven't used that app in a while now. Oh so that's, wow, that's fun. Okay, well, I, I. Yeah. I was uh I was riding high a week ago, and now I'm riding pretty low. I like I like uh, somehow managed to line up. I spent one weekend where I was drunk for like 72 hours straight, which I recognize is greater than a weekend, but we don't need to discuss that. And I was just I was firing off. I was on all cylinders, just uh, crushing it, and I ended up setting up. Um, I don't know who's going to listen to this, so I will say that it it's a non-zero <laughs> integer, positive integer from uh, one to six would be the number of dates that I set up for the last week with uh, individual people, and uh, <laughs> they all so far have all fallen through, and I haven't had a single one. Uh, but tomorrow uh, is supposed to be one amongst a few others that I have in the future as well. Okay. And no one will know what tomorrow is because uh, uh, we, they don't know when we're recording. It's at some point in the past when you're listening to this. I will say, um, if you are listening to this and are offended by the fact that I have, I may or may not have been entertaining uh, a variety of individuals, I will say that I can guarantee that if you're listening to this, you're the only one because I'm certainly going to tell as few people as possible. So clearly we have a connection if I'm willing to let it slip that I have this dumb little show. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. I am a little disappointed because I dropped a, what I consider to be a really good pickup line a few days ago and it didn't really take me to where I wanted to go. Um, <laughs> somebody, uh, as maybe you could appreciate this, uh, Paul, as you've discussed this type of footwear on the show before, but we had, uh, I got a match on uh, a particular app, uh, and somebody in that app on, uh, in that match, one of the pictures was them wearing, uh, Crocs. Nice. Uh, which okay. which was cool. And so I said, call me Steve Irwin because I'm trying to find my way between those two Crocs. And <laughs> not, it wasn't particularly well received. Um, but hey, we're just out here trying our best. Um, yeah. 
I got my first rose today on Hinge, which is kind of a, a big, oh. uh, which was nice. Um, I have no interest in this person, but I feel obligated <laughs> to respond. Um, they listed other. Not only are you, you obligated, you like have to like address that rose before you can do anything else. Right. So well, I, I'm not in. I'm not exact. The, the the likes aren't pouring in necessarily, so I've got time to kill on that okay. decision. Okay. But I, f- I, I saw that their political affiliation was other, which I didn't even know you could do. <laughs> and that, and that honestly, they they were more attractive than I expected. Um. But that that other option alone has given me some serious <laughs> that, pause. That's funny because they could have just you don't have to list one. Right. And, and there's something just so chaotic about being like, I want you to know that I like care about this enough that I listed it, but I'm only putting other. Well, like, <laughs> as we speak, I just got a match on Hinge that I now am not allowed to view because I'm just waiting on this rose to be decided upon. So I guess we'll have to address that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's been fun. I, I, as if I ever have the fortune to stumble across another match with Crocs, you'd know I'm dropping that line again. Cause I love it. It's a good one. Um, it's a good one, but yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's honestly bold to, to, and kind of polarizing to include that in a profile. Right. Because, um, like I, I have no joke had so i for for those in the audience who maybe are new here or something i i own some crocs and not not only are they crocs they are a camo crocs um <laughs> i don't know if you mentioned I, that I detail the last time it's kind of <laughs> it's an important thing one. to admit i well so i bought them at some point mainly to be house shoes and then i just thought it was hilarious that i could buy camo ones i was like if i'm gonna buy an obnoxious shoe i might as well make it extra obnoxious right um and i've uh, this was particularly in college uh, when I had these, and sometimes they were intended to be house shoes. They sometimes got worn, I don't know, for study groups or something. And I was informed by multiple women that they, like, and they kind of weren't kidding, that they would never find me attractive ever because of those <laughs> shoes. And I was like, that's kind of bold. Yikes. And, like, but some girls who I'm friends with were literally like, yeah, like, you, like, if you want to ever meet a woman, please never wear those. I was like, oh, thanks. Like, really cool uh <laughs> yeah i mean right i i feel like yeah they i mean they were definitely calling attention to the crocs so i thought they would appreciate and i guess we can go behind the bit here and say that they did respond to that that particular message um and uh and then i said well i did not expect you to respond and then they said um something that clever deserves a response. And then I said, how clever do I have to be to get something more than a response? <laughs> and, then, and then they didn't answer. <laughs> so, so behind a bit, the Crocs tagline did work for me. Just not, uh, didn't carry very far. You know, in my experience, uh, I feel like when I truly am, tr- am at my funniest truth be told is when I get, like ghosted the most like when i'm like being funny just for me i'm like i'm laughing because of this uh right is usually when i get ghosted so that's really (laughs) really exciting (laughs) i I mean honestly at this point i don't even particularly enjoy the dates like in fact i actively kind of don't like them i kind of look for an excuse to get out of them um (laughs) but i really do like trying to find something entertaining to say entertaining to me i should specify not to the person that i'm responding to oh yeah i'm very yeah. into that um 
<laughs> the other day somebody matched with me and I used a really bad pickup line and in the pickup line I was like, I know this is awful. And she goes, It's not the best pickup line I've ever heard. I'll give it a five out of ten. And I said, Looks like me and this pickup line have something in com- common, solid fives. And then she didn't <laughs> respond to that. Which, Wait, that's so funny. I know, I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> Um, but you know, you, you win some, you lose some, and hopefully I'm going to win tomorrow. I'm, I'm going on a, a date with somebody that, um, I've enjoyed cool. talking to a lot and I don't really know how to break the news to him that I don't intend to really, I, I have no intention of like being serious about this. I'm just looking for any human connection possible. Thank you for like, as a, I mean, a brief th- fleeting this, moment. This, this sounds like a really cheesy rom-com where this is towards the beginning of the movie and you're like, like, I'm, I'm way too serious about my career as a, a podcaster. Like, <laughs> I don't need any any women in my life. I don't got time for that. Like, you're like, I'm just out here trying to have fun. But then, like, you inevitably fall for them because they also despise you for their own reasons. You know? Oh, right. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then they're, they, like, um, they end up, like, losing interest in me. So it's kind of like a misconnection thing because they're starting their own podcast or some bullshit like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, oh, and then, and then you're at like some podcast convention and you actually get double booked for the same podcast space. So you have to combine podcasts with them and you're both just so mad about it. Okay. As you're recording the podcast. Now we're talking. Uh, <laughs> now we're cranking out some good ideas here. <laughs> And then there's a connection as you're recording together as a collaborative effort with your podcast. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. I like that actually. That's a good that's kind of a good pitch. I think we can workshop that a little bit later. Thanks. I I'm I'm I yeah, I know. I agree. Thank you. Um anyway, I I think maybe it's time to introduce the show and say that um <laughs> welcome. Um if, if you've never heard not all bad before, uh it's a show about complaining, which you've probably gathered by now. Uh, Paul and I are each going to go on a little rant about something that's made us mad in the last couple of weeks. Um, and then we'll take something that you, the listener, have submitted um, to us and we'll talk bad about that. And then we'll cap the show off um, how fittingly being uh, talking about something we're thankful for, something that we enjoy, something that made us happy recently instead of angry. And uh, that's not all bad. Uh, you can find it. Mm, it, it- well, I was just going to say, this really is the Thanksgiving of podcasts, you know, the, f- finding the silver linings. Right. It's fitting. Cracking a cold one. Um, I was just going to say that we're on Twitter at Not All Bad Show, if you want to follow us there. Um, and I was also going to say that I think it's uh, actually your turn to, to initiate the rants today, Paul. Oh, is it? Yeah, I've started a thing where I actually write that down from the last episode so I can, instead of having to go back and like refresh our <laughs> podcast feed, I can actually just like look at my notes, which is kind of a nice uh, invention. That is nice. I'm, I mean, I'm glad someone's doing it. <laughs> All right. Well, Zach, today, I, this is something that's bothered me for a while, but I just think kind of, kind of like I was saying in the beginning, just the final is really, really the last straw. Um, I, for, for some reason, I, I just don't even feel like that's the right phrase because I butchered it so badly earlier. Anyways, uh, I'm talking about social media quote-unquote challenges. Um, mm. The worst offender, of course, is obviously Facebook. I don't know if you've ever been on Facebook, but it's a shit show of types of all these different challenges like... I mean, in a moment, I'm going to 
just rattle off some examples. But are, are you familiar with with N- these? Do, do you know what I'm talking about? No, not. I haven't been on Facebook in a very long time. But uh, oh, give man. me a moment. I'm uh, trying to relearn my uh, username and password, and I will join you uh, on the other side here in just a moment. Well, perfect. Um, so, so let me let me just fill you in. I, I wrote down a few examples. Um, Are we talking like ice bucket challenge type stuff? Or? So, so that's so that's kind of the, the history. It is like it kind of started with. It's usually a lot of times it used to be like some kind of awareness thing. So it'd be like it, uh, I think it was back in like twenty fourteen ish that was the ice bucket challenge, um, and that was to bring raise awareness. Um, for I think ALS or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Which amyotrophic lateral always... sclerosis, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, you're not the only one who could drop hot vaccine facts on people, Paul. <laughs> you really? I'm not gonna lie. You really caught me off guard. I'm I'm impressed, Zach. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the even back then, it, a lot of these challenges of that variety are ones that make you feel good like you're raising awareness about something but it's one of those like how much is awareness really helping like there's lots of questions at at least here's here's what i'll say to to the benefit of the ice bucket challenge at least it was arguably a challenge because like there's a challenge to be something to be overcome and saying i don't really want to pour a bucket of ice on myself but but to but for the sake of helping research for Lou Gehrig's disease, I I will accept this challenge and like do something uncomfortable or whatever. So now I feel like there's just a bunch of things framed as challenges that the the word itself has lost all meaning. There's the post pictures of my family challenges, <laughs> which it's like someone will be like, I'm doing the post seven like photos of my husband like challenge where once a day for a week, I'm going to post like seven pictures of my husband just to remind him how much I love him. Hey, I mean, posting Um, pictures of a family is going to be challenging for me. I will say that that at least is a challenge (laughs) for me. Fair. Um, but then also it's like, there's the, there's the please steal my identity challenges where it's like, there'll be something viral going around. Like what? Like, Someone will have some – the tone always is, like, the the worst part of the internet to me because it's, like, this weird fake optimism. But it's just, like, like let's see what your friends are like. Like, post the model of your first car in your high school and your mother's maiden name, and let's see what everyone's results are. Oh it's God. like you're just trying to get your identity stolen. You know what I'm talking about? No. Um, <laughs> this is a real thing. Um and then also there's a really common one on Facebook now, and this is this kind of existed on Twitter, but at least on Twitter people are way more cynical, um, is like these like old and new challenges. So it's like at, at the beginning of 2020, it was like post a picture of you from 2010 and from 2020, like like the old picture challenge so like we can see how much you've changed. And again, like the cynical part of me is like, oh, like an AI is just learning how to like detect aging. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Which um, is accurate. All of that fun stuff. Yeah, that's that kind of stuff really does happen. Um, and, and again, the, the I know people love just participating in trends, and maybe I'm just a crotchety old man who doesn't like fun. But I just <laughs> I don't understand what makes this a challenge. Um, another fun variety is the what I kind of <laughs> affectionately call the good Christian challenge, which is like the I'm not afraid to put Jesus on my timeline, like. 
like take the Jesus challenge and repost this if you're not afraid to let people know you love Jesus. And like it just feels like some weird scam. Yeah, there's <laughs> it's, there's something going on there somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, here's one that's particularly frustrating to me is the what I would call the meaningful without context challenge, which is for some reason this is really popular on Facebook, which is people will say like take the 30 movies in a month challenge where once a day you post a movie that was meaningful for you with no context, like no description. You can't say why it's meaningful to you. I don't, I don't understand why. See, see, here's the thing. This, this is the one challenge that maybe would be meaningful to me. Cause I have some, some people I'm friends with on Facebook. That's like, Oh, like you posted that, um, interstellar was a meaningful movie to you. Like if I care about you enough that I'm reading this, like maybe I actually want to know why it's meaningful. Like I don't care that it's meaningful. I want to know why. Right. But then they just, the nature of the challenges, they're like, oh, but I can't tell you why. It's like, why are you posting this? I don't need to just see the the title of a movie. And I, I, if I care about you, then I want to know why. Or it's like the, I, I don't know. That, that's a really common one. Or like post a book that's meaningful with, but it's like, they're always super explicit. But like that, the, that's the other thing about these challenges. There's always these really bizarre rules you have to follow. Um, but possibly one of the worst offenders of that actually is the dumb math problem with no answer challenge, which is someone like posts some really obscure math problem. Either it's just PEMDAS. It's infuriating. The that PEMDAS no one... ones I'm familiar with. That that shit sucks. <laughs> uh, and it's usually th- just through a deceptive formatting er- error. It throws everyone off who doesn't really know like how to use parentheses and stuff right. uh, in algebra. But the thing is, the way those challenges work, at least on Facebook, is people will say, like, oh, like, um, like, post the answer in the comments, and if you get right, I'll delete it. If you get it wrong, then you have to repost this. And here's the thing. Because sometimes I'm a sucker, and I'm like, I want to know the answer. Like, I think I'm right, but, like, I want to know the answer. But I, I absolutely, and then, like, I refuse to play this if I have to repost it. I, my, my... I don't give a shit about my Facebook, but it's also not like my feed is not just whatever you tell me I have to put in there. I'm not going to repost <laughs> some bullshit oh, math dang, problem I lost. for my for my many friends to be like, oh, Paul, like Paul lost this math problem. Now he's trying to pass it on to us. That's I, I don't care. Um, I just and the thing is, a lot of times the weird language that they want you to like copy and paste is like it'll like I said the the thing that's always consistent is really weird rules. It's like they're like don't play if you're not actually gonna repost yeah, right. it. It's like what do you mean play? What game are we playing? What is the challenge here other than like maybe like fifth grade math or and also I don't like, know how I just how shit is your life? Like how boring <laughs> is your life and miserable are you as a person where you see this kind of thing? And you're like oh boy, a, a, an activity for me. Time to time to play. Yeah, <laughs> and you you know what? I, so I've actually I I was giving this some thought because the the theme <laughs> the theme with I, I we've put we've ranted a lot about social media on this show. Arguably, it's our most consistent topic, probably ahead of fast food at this point. Even though that really had the throne for a while. Yeah. Um. Is, is probably social media in different varieties. And I, I've brought a lot of them. And so I was thinking to myself, well, Paul, are you just a cynical person? Like, what 
the common theme is you just don't want people to post. Then, like, what's the point of social media? So I was reflecting on this, Zach. <laughs> whatever, if, what, the conclusion I came to is, if I care about you as a person, you don't have to have some challenge as an excuse to post. Like, just post. Like, if you're, if you're wanting to post pictures of your family... I'll eat that shit up. Right. Oh, I want to yeah. see what your yeah, family yeah. looks like. Don't tell me that you're satisfying some challenge that someone tagged you and said you had to do. I don't give a shit. I just want to see your family. <laughs> like, I, Just post it. <laughs> if I don't care about you, the fact that it's a challenge won't make me look at it. I'll be annoyed whether it's a challenge or not. But if I care about you and I want to see your posts, d- don't do it in the context of a challenge. Like, Actually just post genuinely and I would... T- tell me what your favorite movie is. I'd love to hear about it. I just just don't tell me that it's a context like a, a no context challenge where you can't tell me about it. That makes no sense. I, yeah, I don't even want to hear about it. If I like what? Okay, like that's not how conversations work. Like, <clears throat> have you ever seen? Um, have you seen Interstellar? Yeah, yeah, it was great. Uh, 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 stop. Just wanted to know if you see it. Yes or no? That's all I need. Thanks. <laughs> Exactly. Paul, I've scrolled uh, like I, I've scrolled like a country mile on this Facebook feed, and I have not seen a single challenge. The only thing I've seen is that every person I've ever met now has a baby. It's <laughs> the only thing I've seen. Well, it sounds like they've all been participating in the get knocked up challenge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, if anyone wants to participate and has, doesn't have anyone to help. <laughs> You got my number. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and so part of the other aspect of this, um, uh, this is my last point. I'll leave you with, with this is that it's also just kind of a money making scheme for like a lot of companies. For example, a sponsored ad that I got on Instagram was um it was for colgate and it was a they were like take the teeth whitening challenge (laughs) and the in this i screenshot this i'm looking at right now and the thing is this is what really set me off and it all came together for me to realize that this all of this is just to make money off of us us like in every case like we are the product of these social media apps i'm not trying to be one of those people who like conspiratorial or whatever but i mean but really like we kind of are like it's free and we are the product and so it's just like there are i mean i don't really hate it for the sake of fundraising like again the ice bucket challenge i may be cynical about how much it actually helped but like it was still for a good cause i i will not give that same benefit of the doubt to colgate and numerous other like ads they're like do the like I don't know. The other example is lots of like exercises. Like I'm doing the the get fit quick challenge. Yeah, I have and seen that like, kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, and, and granted, I actually that kind of fits the word challenge just in context of that word being so overused in social media. It's made me cynical. Um, but I just it's it's all just a scam to make money off of us and and play into our brains th- this idea that we're accomplishing something by posting a picture of ourselves. It's just. It's, it's, it's sad to see that the world has come to this sack. 
I, I really wish I could participate more, but I can't come up with anything other than just pregnancy after pregnancy. Like, that's all I've got. I've tried so hard. I even tried searching challenge on Facebook, and I didn't get shit. So I'm, so I'm scrolling on Facebook a bit, and okay, I found one. It's called Then and Now Challenge. Uh, it, it, you may have actually seen this because this was on Twitter too. It's like a how it started and how like hashtag how it started and how it is now. Yeah, and yeah. it would be like a relationship, like the beginning, the end. I I get that, but again, I just I I hate that we have to like do all this in the context of a challenge. Just like you're allowed to reminisce, just post like just say like oh, I was thinking about my girlfriend or my wife <laughs> recently. And I just wanted to post what we looked like when we were first dating. Like, it's crazy. Like, you that's what anniversaries are for. Are anniversaries just a photo challenge? Or, like... Last one year longer in a relationship challenge. I can't. I really can't. This search is coming up with nothing. Oh, wait. We got gymnast challenge. Can't really tell what that is. Hot wax challenge. I don't think I want to click on that. <laughs> I just... I think one of my big issues just really comes down to why do we got to call them a challenge? Like what are we? What? Okay. So let's propose like a social media Olympics here and, and come up with a series of challenges uh, that must be overcome like via social media posts. Is there any, is there anything there? Is there something that we can do where it's like we have a collection of the finest social media athletes, the influencers from around the world that are coming together and it's only the best of the best, right? Like like you and I can't walk up and participate in like the 400 meter swim relay race, right? Mm -hmm. Like we've got to have like some professional dedicated social media athletes from the world over representing each country. Obviously America is going to take the cake in that one, but um, to, to, to have like a series of social media challenges that they can compete in. Would that be like take like a picture from like take like take a picture from like the highest place that you hiked or like show as much cleavage as possible without getting banned from Instagram? Like what what kind of challenges can we create for these the influencer Olympics? <laughs> Those both sound great already. I wish I had any knowledge of what influencers do or post to like help with this bit that I've constructed here. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's like the the how many posts can I post in a day before people start unfriending me challenge. Uh, um, how many? Uh, how like how much money can you make in like a 24 hour period by peddling some sort of like bespoke product <laughs> line? Okay, actually, that sounds legitimately entertaining because I just imagined them just swarming into like Facebook messages and being like, like, like way more aggressive than those already are and being like, like, I need you to buy this right now. And people are like, stop talking to me. Like, I haven't talked to you since high school. And they're like, please, like, I need to make the money. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> it's it's for like, my country. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, I feel like the. <laughs> In a weird way, by making those even more obnoxious, I feel like they would somehow flip into being entertaining to me instead of being annoying. Not that I, no no one from my high school has ever cared enough or thought that I made enough money to ask me to buy anything from them. Right. But um, <laughs> I just I, I hear about it. It sounds awful. And of course, you got to have like the straight up and down, like, you know, the the uh, track and field, like baseline meat and potatoes events, just like the quickest viral tweet 
uh, most Facebook yeah. likes, like that kind of thing, um, should be should be pretty uh, pretty standard. You got to include that naturally. I'm not gonna lie. Maybe this is hypocritical of me, but everything you're describing actually would sound fun to me to do. Like, even though I would be so cynical about these tweets, like the meta game of like only like how would you craft something just for the sake of these challenges would actually be entertaining. And we'd have to, um, you'd you'd obviously have to um, have sports betting, right? Like we could bet on it and stuff. A competitive, mm-hmm. uh, oh, competitive yeah. filtering, like. Trying to like it's you have like a suit because you know, I was kind of trying to think of in terms of things that were objective. Like when you run a race, whoever passes the finish line first wins the race, right? But that's not necessarily mm. true. You know, you can have uh diving competitions which are scored by judges, you know, so uh, it's mm. possible to have some subjective events in there too. And I think of filtering like who has the best Instagram filter. Uh, everyone takes the mm-hmm. same photo or they're given like a stock image and you have to filter it. I think that's got to be a staple in this uh, the uh, influencer Olympics. Mm. What one thought I just had is so that they can't leverage their previous following that part of the challenge is them making a new account and the first person to get like 10,000 followers without ever like revealing that it's them. You know what oh, I mean? Oh shit. Yeah, like the 1,000 follower dash or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, sick, actually. That's a really good idea. Like, they're just having to, like, be- become, like, reply guys in, like, the president's tweets yeah, or something. Yeah. Just to get... <laughs> like, so suddenly someone just goes, like, hardcore MAGA and is like, Patriots follow here. Uh, <laughs> that, yeah, that's cheating. <laughs> that's actually been outlawed by the uh, International Panel and Council <laughs> as of uh, 2016. You can't do that anymore. Yeah, oh, man. That, that, yeah, that would... It's like a performance-enhancing drug, basically. Right. The cancellation uh, <laughs> slalom, where you have to, like... You have to teeter on the edge of getting uh, canceled by K-pop Twitter, but but you can't go over like whoever has whoever got like towed the line between the most controversial like borderline problematic tweet without without actually getting canceled. <laughs> that especially I feel like that would be especially fun with K-pop stand Twitter just in terms of like not actually hurting people, but also like uh, a, a very like a, a good active group that would re- react to what you were doing. Well, that brings up an interesting question, Paul, which is, uh, are K-pop stands people? Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't can't, don't come <laughs> for me. K-pop <laughs> Twitter. I'm just kidding. I love Itzy. I love BTS. I, I don't, I don't want to get into this. I'm a, I'm, I too am a K-pop stand. I'm one of you. I love, I just listened to the Itzy's most recent release and Blackpink with their Selena Gomez song. Please just stay off me. All right. I like K-pop. I mean, c- considering how <laughs> small our listenership is, I feel like getting canceled by K-pop Twitter would arguably be like the biggest blow up for this show. Yet. <laughs> That'd be huge, actually. You know, like <laughs> yeah, I take it all back. Come for me, K-pop. Come for me. Um, don't don't stand Luna. That's a joke for my uh, K-pop fans in the audience tonight. Only only real K-pop, K-pop fans know that one. Um, I it's my turn, and I want to go, Paul. I want to say the things. All right, Zach, I want you to say the things. I'm ready. Jesus, it's already, we have taken up so much time already. Oh, we have. <laughs> um, I will Also, I'll keep it like fairly brief because my thing is actually also about social media today, which, um, wow. Oh, boy. Same wavelength, right? Um, so I found this. There's I follow this guy on Instagram who I met one time in college a long time ago, and he's like a complete lunatic. Uh, he's an absolute madman. Uh, he frightens me a great deal, actually. 
Um, and ba- at the time, he was, at least on the surface, a very normal person. I actually quite enjoyed uh, my brief encounter with this guy, enough to you know exchange social media. And now he is like some sort of, um, he's like one of those people that um, just like constantly, well, he so he'll come on to social media like once every three months. And boy, when he comes, it's like a harvest festival. Like you're getting like 24 Instagram stories back to back. And then it's back into hibernation until three months from then, you know? And so yeah. he'll come in swinging with like every every single post is him just like just taking the the biggest rip off a joint just like the biggest rip <laughs> and uh <clears throat> he's always like posting it when he'll get back on the social media grind he'll just talk about like <laughs> he'll just smoke like a shit ton of weed and then talk about bitcoin for like an hour and a half <laughs> and then get off again like kind of alarming and then he'll like for good measure just for the like holy trinity of shitty instagram posts like toss in like a bodybuilding uh like him like working out and all sweaty in the gym or like something like with his a new haircut he got or something like that and through this uh he ha- he recently went on one of these binges a couple weeks ago and through this i found this instagram account and i'll go ahead and give him a shout out go ahead and feel free to follow them they're 10 x secrets on Instagram. That's 10 uh 10x secrets on Instagram. They've got I am one of their 575,000 followers. Um they're approaching 1300 posts on Instagram. Um the bio I'll just give a quick read here is 10x secrets to Instagram business. Number one source of business tips, get 10x out of your life, road to educate 1 million. Whatever the f- that means, I don't know. But they post uh uh, like business investment advice. Um, and I really, it may be more appropriate to make this a positive rant. Cause I thoroughly enjoy this account. This account is dog shit. It's awful. It's the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever done. I followed it because it was so stupid that it was funny. Um, I'll just give like a quick peruse of the Instagram page. It's just like the worst, most unhelpful advice that you could possibly give anybody. Um, let's just start with uh, a couple days ago. Okay, uh, here's their post: Invest like a millionaire. One, minimize taxes. Two, keep costs low. Three, pay attention. Four, take calculated risks. Five, buy appreciating assets. So here's what you have to do to be a millionaire: One, minimize taxes. Easy. Okay. Everybody knows that one. <laughs> Here's a trick for you folks out there. Make this 11X secrets because I'll give you one more. You don't even have to pay your taxes. I haven't paid my taxes in years. That's one way to minimize them. You just don't pay them. Number two, keep costs low. Now, this one was new to me. If I if I even for a second consider that maybe I could stop spending $10,000 on my luxury sports cars rentals every week, then uh, maybe I would be investing like a millionaire, but apparently I'm not. So that's a good tip. Keep costs low. Um, and, and my favorite part about this is, now I want you to understand here, I, I uh, recognize that um, for many people, English is a second language and um, that I'm not at all dogging on that. I do not know the person who runs this account. They don't, they don't post pictures of themselves or um, videos of themselves or anything. I have no idea who this individual or group of people are who are behind this account. Um, I just find it funny that many of their posts are like, they have like really terrible grammar and it's almost to the point where it's just like, <laughs> 
nonsense. It doesn't make sense. Um, so let me, let me, I may have to take a second here and define a real good one. Cause there was, there was like a string of hilarious shit when I first found this account that may eventually got me to follow. All right. So this isn't the best example here, but, <laughs> um, this one is kind of what I'm talking about here. Um, we've got a, a post called the biggest money wasters sitting at 3000 likes unused gym membership, expensive gadgets, junk food, cars, and my two personal favorite of the list of the biggest money wasters, parking ticket and interest. So how, okay. How bad are you parking to where (laughs) on the list of the top six biggest money wasters? You've got parking ticket. Now, like I said, I, this person may not have English as their as their first language, which is okay. But let's live. Let's, for example, let's let's for a moment live in the reality where parking ticket is intended to be singular. In which case, they they've been sitting on like a six hundred thousand dollar singular parking ticket because they left their like Chevrolet Suburban in the middle of the interstate, like parked long ways for like three and a half months, like like. How is the how is parking ticket? And by the way, interest what interest on what? I guess on a loan? Interest on a loan? In what way are you gonna okay? So why don't you put loans as the biggest money way? I like <laughs> Yeah. Interest is kinda of, you have to have interest, right? That's kind of a fact of life. I don't really understand there's a lot of things I don't understand. Like, um here's the million dollar morning, five AM, wake up, five thirty AM, exercise. So what are you doing between five and five thirty a.m.? Uh, I guess you're continuing to wake. You, you need thirty minutes to wake up and really get pumped for that exercise. Six a.m. Meditate, quick workout, just bang it out in thirty minutes, no problem. Meditate for thirty minutes until six thirty a.m. Read until seven a.m. Breakfast, seven thirty a.m. Start your day. So the order of this to me is a little backwards. Wake up, exercise, meditate, read, breakfast, and then. Two and a half hours after waking up, then I give you permission to start your day. <laughs> I find that a little bit odd. And, you know, I don't really want to turn this into me going through every single post they've made, um, mm-hmm. which I've already kind of done in a little bit. But I find it really funny how um, this there's a lot of contradicting information here. Uh there's, I feel like there's always some sort of like caveat to the advice they're giving here. Like be a millionaire before you're 30. One, save half your income. Well, you only need the first step if you're already have $2 million is your income. So check me in on that. Um, investing in stocks. Two, three, investing in real estate. Four, learn valuable skills. Five, start a business. Six, have side hustles. So to be a millionaire before you're 30, all you have to do is start out very rich. And then you can just I was like... like Okay, so to be so I got five years to be a millionaire. All I need to do is save half my income, then invest in stocks, then invest in real estate, then learn a valuable skill, then start a business, and then have side hustles. And by the way, the next post today, both of these were today, the next post says you need five hobbies. By the way, while you're doing these six things to be a millionaire before you're 30, you need five <laughs> hobbies. One, make wait, money. What? Sorry, go ahead. What, what, are the, what are the, is this a separate post, the five hobbies? Yeah, it's the it's the immediately okay. post immediately following. 
So okay, go be ahead. a millionaire before you're 30. Save half your income. Invest in all this shit. Learn a skill. Start a business. Have a side hustle. Then the next post, you need five hobbies. One, to make you money. One, to keep you in shape. One, to keep you creative. One, to build knowledge. And one, to evolve your mindset. If you don't have a hobby to evolve your mindset, good luck pal so you can't have a hobby okay also i should say if you got a hobby that's making you money that's just called a good job like you you you're, you're fortunate like okay so at what point is this a venn diagram where you need five hobbies you need six steps before to be a millionaire before you're 30 and in the middle of that is have a side hustle and uh in the middle of that venn diagram is have a side hustle and have a hobby to make you money because that's the same thing, right? And by the way, yeah. your hobby that can build knowledge cannot be, under any circumstances, be the hobby to evolve your mindset. Nor can the hobby to keep you creative be the hobby to make you money. So if you're selling your you know, bedazzled purses on Etsy and you're making $50 a month from that and you're being creative, choose a lane. Pick a side. And come up with an additional hobby because that's not going to cut it. You need five hobbies. I didn't say four. You need five. This. Did, did any of those hobbies mention fun? No, no. There's nothing. There's nothing about fun in this entire thing. Seven things to keep in mind. <laughs> Love yourself and the rest will follow. Never lose your sense of wonder. That's like the closest you get. Um Life goes by in the blink of an eye, so live life. The meanwhile, have five hobbies and do six things to be a millionaire before you're uh, 30. How to get rich in your 20s. Uh, focus on creating one stream of income. Fo- okay, focus on creating one stream of income. By the way, invest in real estate, invest in stocks, have a side hustle, have a hobby to make you money, learn valuable life skills. Like, are you kidding me? Come on. Keep costs low, minimize taxes. I, I, there's nothing about really there's nothing about being um happy it's all this like um kind of this like typical um like super aggressive kind of capitalist like american uh pull yourself up by your bootstraps type of entrepreneurialism like um mm-hmm. like the kind of thing of like you're going to be miserable like you got to work your ass off and lose a ton of money and like you got to have your dreams crushed before you can ever like make it work or whatever i'll leave off in this one post because we've gone so long already um how to become poor don't save money live by the way i'm going to read this word for word and i i know none of it's going to make sense but i'm going to try to i'm not editorializing here how to become poor don't save money live large in your 20s Already not doing so hot for me on this list. I may be poor soon. Uh, keep up with the Joneses. Again, I'll, I'm going to run that one by you again. Keep up with the Joneses. So, like, you know the Joneses? They live down the street a little bit at uh, 1100 Park Place. You better not talk to them because they're, they're going to drag you into the mud. They're a bunch of uh, scammers. So don't keep up with the Joneses. Uh, rack up credit card debt. Go to the bars often. Not building well for me again. <laughs> and uh, how to become poor finally never invest um but also please keep in mind that you uh you need to focus on having one stream of income uh so anyway super bizarre um advice uh, i just thought that was funny um and also very stupid and it irritates me quite a bit that this person is sharing these posts and uh, other posts from other accounts like it as if it's any sort of meaningful gospel um that kind of pissed me off but uh 
Yeah, that's what we're working with uh, on the 10X Secrets Instagram page. Go give them a follow. Uh, I'm sure they'd appreciate it. <laughs> I pulled it up, and I'm, I I think I will be going back to this just because I'm so bizarrely curious now. It's pretty peculiar, yeah. Um. Okay, so we're faced with a dilemma here where do you want to like bang out a random rant and, and then just see where the night takes us, or do we want to kind of – have to do have to trim the fat here a little bit or we just all do that in post you know what i i actually think a couple of our recent episodes have been shorter i i'm all for us just having a, a beefy boy today let's <laughs> all just, right let's rock I, out I, yeah I, I, let's if it's long it's long let's do it sounds good to me okay so we actually um before we get into this we've had um a lot of people submit random rant ideas after my uh pleading uh pleading uh <laughs> last time and i appreciate that we've got a lot now and it's going to last a long time it's going to it's a bountiful harvest i would suggest that you continue to send them in in fact i'd really recommend it because um i think it would be fun to whenever we if we pad out the list even more even more than it already is i think it'd be cool to if we um if we kind of come up short on something that doesn't turn out to be a particularly rich comedy vein i'd like to kind of dive back into the bag and pull out a second one yeah you know yeah i I think we have in the past had some ideas for ways we could make use of the random rants, but a lot of times the stipulation is we would just need to make sure that we have plenty. And so if, if you guys out in the audience want to keep supplying us, we can do some creative things with them. Right on. Yeah. I I think, uh, I I think that uh, if something, you know, upsets you in the day, I'd love to hear from you and please email us your random rant ideas at any time. Uh, at notallbadshow at gmail.com with the subject line random rant idea, or you can DM to us on Twitter. I'll accept that as well. And uh, we'll, we'll get them on the show. We'll add them to the spreadsheet. Um, but that being said, uh, let's let's talk about um, number two here on the list, which uh, number two was submitted by, uh, by Riley. Um, thank you, Riley. Riley was the winner of the uh, $5 Venmo challenge. I said, whoever, uh, whoever sends us five random rants the fastest uh, we'll get $5 on Venmo and Riley won that. So congrats, Riley. Uh, you're getting yours on the show. Um, <laughs> uh, his <laughs> random rant suggestion is, um, Zach Andrews is me. So, um, I, I don't, I don't even know how to take this one. I don't know where to start. I feel like it's unfair for me to begin. So Paul, why don't you talk about all the things you don't like about me? And then maybe I could chime in. <laughs> oh, where to begin? Oh man, you know, uh, I I never thought that I would ever get taken off guard by any rant, but I think the idea of having to criticize one of us is probably the one thing that successfully has done. That. Well, you know what? Um, um, I think it's funny is that um, you know that that if I'm up here in this alphabet soup of rants, you know that Paul Mesman's up in the joint. So eventually that one's going to come down the pipeline too. So you at least have something to look forward to, right? Like at least that's going to kick down the can, which by the way, I mean, look forward to maybe depending on what you have to say, but sorry, what are you going to say? I was going to say, by the way, Riley, um, a little bit of a cop out to get that easy five bucks by just doing the two hosts of the show is two of your five, but all right. I mean, I mean, game recognized game. You got the money. So it checked out and I got my random rant section. My random rant topic. So um, there yeah, you I go. Mean, I mean, Zach, you just paid this man for him to have us talk shit about you on the show. Yeah, well, I mean, um, so many people do it for free, right? I felt like uh, might as well shell out a little bit. Yeah. Um, let's see. 
Do you? I've, I feel like. Do, do you ever feel like I just steamroll <laughs> through this entire segment? Is that one thing we can talk about? Not not the segment, the show where I'll just like get on tear, and then I'm trying to. I just talk constantly, and then uh, whenever I'm done talking about my thing, when I just talk for like 15 minutes straight, and I don't let you get a word in, and then your turn comes up to say something, and then I just like butt in every two seconds, like uh, like Jack in The Shining through the door. I'm like, hey, here's me again with another thing to say. As you scream in the corner. I feel like that's what I do a lot. It's my kind of service on the show that I provide. I'm doing it now. I mean, it's it's <laughs> you sure are. It, it's 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 what's your charm, Zach? You're 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 the host that we love to hate. You know, <laughs> every show's got one. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, I I think. You know, one thing to complain about is that is that you're you're so online. I don't know that that's even necessarily negative, but you you've built out this Twitter presence for for better or for worse. Wait, wait. <laughs> <I'm> not... <laughs> have I done enough to actually possess a Twitter presence? This was not something I was aware of. <laughs> well, let's 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 take a look at the facts for a because it's definitely got to be a negative. Um, I feel like that's that's definitely not a good thing. <laughs> Right. There's enough of you on Twitter that there exists a no context Zach Andrews account. <laughs> which, by the way, I did not create. I don't know who runs that. <laughs> which makes it so fun, so much fun. I, I love that. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> um I mean, it's really fun because we just get a window into your soul anytime you drink. <laughs> and my and my soul is just like full of like stupid ass worthless thoughts. Which I'm a fan. Of. I, I, can I, I just want to read out the best drunk tweet I've ever done ever on the show. I, I this is untoppable. I mean, it it doesn't get any better than this. Um, let me see. Let me find it. This is this is my favorite tweet of all time. And now this is really turning into me talking about myself in like a not negative way. So whatever. You knew it was going to happen, Riley. Um. <laughs> 2.09 in the morning, September 26th. I'm a sweet little pea in a sweet little pea pod. And there's two other peas here with me. Two peas in a pod. Two peas equals two friends. Welcome to the party. <laughs> that's such a, that's so like wholesome. It's cute. I don't know what I was talking about, but uh, two peas equals two friends. Welcome to the party. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, I love was, that. which immediately the night prior, um, at two in the morning again, uh, a little bit of a less wholesome tweet, big ass. Ha ha. Hey folks, it's me, the comedy God talking about big ass. I hope, <laughs> I hope you all have a good big ass night. Ha ha. Yeah, baby. Big ass, big ass. <laughs> <laughs> I should get uh, just like <laughs> hammered on the show more. I feel like the content would be a little more entertaining. You know, this kind of ties back in with what we were saying about the random rants, but we're about, I mean, the drunk episode uh, was number 23 and we're, we're like close to around like episode 56, which that means literally nothing. And like, other than the fact that I'm trying to make it mean something. <laughs> wait, no, 52. Damn it, I really thought that 56 was double 23. I'm an idiot. I um, totally bought it, too. Like, I completely... I was like, yeah, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Like, I didn't even register that, that was not correct. 
Well, uh, turns out we already passed the double of 23. Um, Damn. Got to go one more time, one more trip around the sun. We'll catch him on uh, 23 times four, which I don't have a computer or anything. I'm just in my head. It just comes out to 92. Yeah, that, that checks out. <laughs> Hit you on, on, on Congrats on being better at math than me. Hey, um, th- this this one, Zach Andrews has run his courts. When Paul Messman comes around, I'm going to have a lot of shit to say. But if you have anything that you'd like to say about me on the show, uh, negative. I don't want any compliments. Um, if you want to just like tear me a new one on the program, you can do that. Um, you can always do that by submitting um, a review on iTunes for our podcast. But also, like, I feel like we didn't have enough insults and commentary. I, I kind of wanted this to be a roast, which obviously is difficult to do with one person talking to another person because this is just kind of mean. It's not funny. <laughs> I, was about to, I was about to say, that was kind of things. I thought of a bunch of things, but so, if somehow if it was like a group, uh, I, or if I was reading off listener queries, that would seem different. But for me to just be here and be like, haha, yeah, you do actually steamroll me on the show. It's like, all right, uh, Paula, <laughs> Paula like, seems a little upset. Like, haha, like, you don't know your biological parents. <laughs> like, hey, I already made that like, joke this just... episode. You can't take that one from me. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you, if you have anything negative to say about me or Paul, um, I would gladly do a little quick roast, community-sponsored roast on the show in in light of these uh, two random rant ideas. Because I feel like I would – I think, Riley, I think these are this is a great idea. I really like this idea. It's just yeah. difficult to do in a one-on-one scenario. So we, we often do call-outs for uh, audience participation, and they so rarely are heated. Uh, but I would really appreciate if this one was followed through, just like – Say something mean about me and Paul. I mean, not too mean, but a little mean's okay. And then uh, we'll discuss on the show. And maybe that will kind of uh, recommend Paul to continue the tirade and uh, all the all the negativities <laughs> holding inside politely right now. Maybe that'll uh, egg it out of him a little bit. I like that plan. Um, but but um, thank you, Riley. And again, uh, not yes, all bad show you. at gmail.com. Or at Not All Bad on Twitter if you want to submit your own. Or, or if you want to just talk shit about us. Um, positive rants. And I'll, and I'll keep it short. Um, but uh, today, I, I'll go first too. Uh, I think it's my turn. But uh, I had something I was going to talk about today. Um, but I'll save it for another episode. Because, well, I'm so rarely uh, chock full of positive rants. But also, something happened to me today um, that I think is worth discussing in a positive light. And that's that... Uh, today may be the best hair day I've ever had in my entire life. Um, it's a great hair day today. Uh, and it got me thinking about how much a good hair day will like just brighten my day in general. I got home today and I was like, man, today was great. And you know what I did? I went to work all day and I worked hard and I got stressed and that was it. But I came home and I saw that. I saw those locks in the rearview mirror on the way home. And when I walked into work, uh, the guy who sits across from me said, Hey, you got the flow today. And both of those individual, like two second interactions, um, kind of that were bookending the day made everything in between. So great. So shout out to good hair days. Um, I, I don't know if I, I was kind of surprised to come to the revelation that they had such a large impact on, uh, how I view the day. Um, and they kind of are few and far between, I feel like, but when you got one, you got one and then you kind of ride high for 24 hours. So I'm on that high right now. Uh, shout out to good hair days. 
uh, honestly, a good hair day is is such a confidence booster. Um, just when anytime you see yourself in the mirror and like, oh hey, like I look like that. That like like because normally. Normally, I might be saying that, but it's more—it's a different tone. Normally, it's like a, I look like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's nice when you can switch things up and be more excited about it. Um, yeah, good. A good hair day feels great. So I'm, man, I'm happy for you, Zach, that you were able to walk in, uh, and especially if someone comments on it. Oh yeah, boy, that's ride that high for weeks. And it's so rare that uh, it's so rare that for me now that I have now I'm a long hair boy that my hair stays good longer than like an hour and for it to stay good for, you know, the subsequent 12 hours is just unheard of. Um, Mm -hmm. and so that, that's huge for me. And I, and I'm uh, pleased to announce that, uh, it's been an all day affair, uh, and we're riding high from that. Well, awesome. Congrats on that. Thank you. Uh, I, I feel like I can feel the swagger emanating off of you for this show. <laughs> um, just the confidence that you have from it. Feels good. Um, yeah. Feels good. <laughs> all right. Uh, if that's all you've got to say about that, I'm going to go ahead and go to my topic. Yeah. Um, I'd like to talk a little bit today about handwritten notes. Um, and... There's been a few instances that have occurred recently where I've gotten um, some handwritten notes and or come across older handwritten notes. And I've realized that for some reason they just feel better to receive than like a texted or emailed note. Um, Like I'll give you a few examples. So even one was just a client of ours wrote us a thank you note for something we did for them. And for, I mean, I obviously over email, I get told thank you all the time just because people, that's just how people end emails and shit. Yeah. Uh, but th- that doesn't mean anything. But even if someone just takes the time to send you a letter, you're like, Oh, um, my niece and nephews sometimes give me hand. Like I think, I think my sister has a big part in, uh, uh, directing them. However, uh, sometimes they'll send me handwritten notes and there's something just about receiving those that like, you don't want to like throw them away. Like it means a lot, even though, I mean, it's definitely not better than non note because they like look better because I'm going to be honest, my three old nephews handwriting looks like shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Get it together. And, I mean, like, <laughs> like, I mean, one time he tried to draw me, it looks nothing like me. It's terrible. <laughs> but, uh, so that, that's not probably what makes it better necessarily. Uh, but it's meaningful nonetheless. And like at some point, someone recently sent me a postcard and that was really cool. It had a handwritten note on it. Um, someone else just gate handed me a handwritten note with words of affirmation. It was like, Hey, this is like, it feels really great. And something it's funny because I was trying, I was trying to decide what is it about them being handwritten that makes them more valuable than like, like I said, a digital note. And I, I came up with a, a, a few a few things. Uh, one is the implication of time spent. Uh, I don't even know if this is necessarily a positive thing, but maybe I'm just so narcissistic that the idea that they had to waste their time <laughs> to like do it handwritten and make sure it physically got delivered, even though the same sentiment could have been expressed, uh, it's less efficient. But because I love that they had to spend that time on me, feels kind of good. Yeah. Um, maybe it's because it's less common. So it's surprising. So just, I don't know, but I'm, I'm also convinced that there's just a certain aspect of the note of a note being physical and having like the mark of their handwriting. 
Like it's like everyone has their own unique font that you. I, I don't know. Maybe it would be different if everyone had their own unique font over email. But I'm getting tired of looking at Arial Black. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, but and then for better or worse, the the one both good and bad things is a double edged sword is that I for I just can't get myself to get rid of handwritten notes, and so on the one hand, um. Be excited if you give me a handwritten note because I will probably never throw it away. It 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 may end up in a shoebox somewhere, uh, with other handwritten notes, but it will never get thrown away because I it's like, well, what if that person dies and this is all I've left of them? Oh wow! Or like I don't know, <laughs> my my brain goes to these intense things sometimes, but for some reason I just it's like this feels like a gift. I could I can't just like be like, I mean it's it's a little bit different if it's like a Hallmark card and they just like signed it. That's a little bit different. Yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll throw those away. But, like, if someone took the time to, like, handwrite something, especially something nice, then it's, like, like how could you ever throw that away? In fact, I, that's almost a problem. Maybe I should tell people to stop because, actually, I, I feel like I'm already filled up of space with, like, notes from years ago that I don't really need, but I have anyways. But, anyways, handwritten notes are pretty cool, and I appreciate Paul, that. Paul, when was the last time – I don't want to put you on blast here, but when was the last time you wrote a handwritten note for somebody? <laughs> that, that does not it does not include like a thank you note for the graduation gift yeah because i'll That's say really this i never have <laughs> i literally have never done that <laughs> i know i have um i feel like in some cases when i've been dating someone i have the capacity to be a really piece of shit cheesy person who will handwrite notes i feel like i've done that uh, so actually can, now that you mentioned i feel like i probably have done yeah. that before and in fact i know i have um, yeah it's a good point yeah i i've done that before um I'm trying to think though because it's been it's been a little while at this point since i've dated someone so may, i'm trying to remember if i've uh if i've written any notes other than that i mean i i feel like the answer is no and and what I'm realizing is having received some handwritten notes recently, and the fact that I decided to dedicate an entire segment of my show to discussing how great they are, maybe I should listen to myself and realize uh, that I should do this for other people. Like if it makes me feel this great, I should do that for other people also. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. We're all about uh, self improvement here. So yeah, I I think that's a good idea. I got a very nice uh, birthday card this year that I returned the favor on. Um, so I guess yeah. that counts too, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it is nice. Some... I, I, I feel like for certain holidays, like mother's day or father's day, I usually make a point of writing like thoughtful notes to my parents. And so that's, pr I don't know. It feels different cause it's a holiday. I just, I can't think of a, other than when I used to like date people, I can't really think of doing it out of the blue, you know? Yeah. Let's do that. Let's let's uh you, you 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 know what? I think we should do the handwritten note challenge. Yeah. Uh I'm challenging each of you to pick 3 people that matter to Boy, you three. and write a card That's to a them. lot. <laughs> oh man. Good luck finding 3 people that you feel comfortable enough to write a note to. <laughs> that's why that's why it's a challenge. Shout out to all the note writers <laughs> for keeping society alive, keeping it afloat. For arguably also keeping the USPS afloat. Thank yes. You. Yeah, that too. You're doing great. <laughs> um, well, that's going to, that's going to conclude the show. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you don't know this already, I don't know how you're listening to it. 
now, but uh, we're on Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Uh, please leave a rating and review on iTunes. It's been a long time since we got one of those. Also, we're on Twitter at NotAboutShow, and our email is NotAboutShow at gmail.com. Also, if you are listening to this show and you don't know me and you don't know Paul, there's a lot of people. There's a Venn diagram here. Again, we're bringing up Venn diagrams. I feel like I do it once a week. Uh, of people who listen to the show because they're friends with Paul and people who listen to the show because they're friends with me and there's some people in the middle that know both Paul and I um, that listen to the show. And then I, I've become aware of some people that apparently listen with no affiliation to either of us, um, which is just uh, frankly unbelievable. But your support is, um, um, look, I'm... I'm just whispering so the others can't hear us, but just between you and me, a little bit more meaningful than me and my friends listening to the show. Um, the fact that a complete stranger uh, chose to continue to listen to us despite having no uh, reason to do so. So um, if, if that's you, um, I'm curious, I guess, and I've heard from some of you in the past, uh, but if that is you, uh, I guess drop us a line, uh, hit us up on the email, the Twitter and let us know you're there. Um, if you feel comfortable doing so, cause I, I, I can't believe that's a thing and that's super cool. And, uh, to everyone now I'm addressing everybody. Um, if you got a friend who you think might enjoy the show and you liked what we've done today, then uh, pass it on, uh, and, and let them know that you uh, liked not all bad. That'd be really cool. That would be cool. What, um, Paul, what episode <laughs> number is this because we hey guys episode 50 i promise you it's coming okay (laughs) i i'm not so foolish as to give you any indication of when but we promise it is happening or Uh, it's already because like we said it's can fall anywhere along linear time so it's possible that it's already happened but it's like in the crustaceous somewhere but um we're hoping that it's in the near future um, and it may be, but uh, it is it is going to exist. It's somewhere in the time sphere. I can promise you that. But because we've skipped it uh, in today's time, I don't know uh, what episode number we're on. Is it 54? So it's 54. But I'm a little bit confused because I could have sworn. I thought that the number 54 is i have a file labeled not all bad 54 already on my computer i'm looking at it right now so i don't know what i thought that was we really screwed uh, with the time sphere we like really <laughs> we, by, we really did by setting episode 50 adrift on the waves of time space uh <laughs> space time we really kind of shifted a lot of things we didn't intend on shifting so uh, we're gonna get our intern to put everything back together uh but in the meantime This has been episode 54 of Not All Bad. I'm Zach Andrews. And this is Paul Messman, who just discovered that I was totally lying when I said the recent episodes were shorter. (laughs) Dance like nobody's watching. Rant like nobody's listening.